0: I believe that Brotherhood, going back to what you said about the kind of the tough love and, and, and where our hearts are at and our passion for serving men, the reality is this is that brotherhood Brotherhood is basically being able to tell uh, a man in your life what he needs to hear. Despite what his feelings are going to be, whether he's going to like you after that or not, you need to be able to tell him what he needs to hear, not what he wants to hear. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, because what you want to hear is probably why you're here, right? Get ready to tune in to stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast.
1: What's up, men? welcome to this episode of the brotherhood of fatherhood podcast with me i have jason priest and this conversation has been a while in the works what's up brother how you doing
0: i'm good man i'm excited for today's call and and conversation with you dude i i know um you know i had you on our show not long ago and and we had a ton of fun yeah we did um you know you went you went deep we 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 talked about the buffalo story and and a lot of what your mission is about um, and we jammed a lot on mindset, dude. And i imagine we'll go back to that stuff today because I think that's what, what most men need to hear. Any, any man that's, um, at, at any point in their life, life who is struggling, right. In any area, right. Whether that's your health, your family and your relationships, your business or your, or, or your career. Uh, you and I both know it all starts with your mindset, yep. man. And you, you got to fix that first, um, to get to a better place in life. And so I'm excited for our, our conversation. Me too.
1: Today. Me too man, just dive in. I, as you were saying that I was thinking through my group and the interaction in my group, this would be interesting if, because you have a group too, um, the fatherhood. I do. And yep. uh, I was just thinking about, I make posts about like fitness and like what you're doing to better your mind, what you're doing to better your body, how you're being better prepared for your family, all those things. And it's funny. Most of the interaction are guys who are not struggling but who are up at the upper level they're like I'm crushing it, this is what I've done yep. or they're really good but they're str- going through a struggle where I see the real um, break in the communication and interaction is the guys who are like just haven't stepped up yet like they just yeah. haven't even gotten in there. what's the biggest thing that's going on with the men in your group that you find and the men you work with because you guys you guys coach men? And so, what's the what's yeah, the yeah? Biggest, and that's
0: all we do. Obviously, we're the yeah. yeah.
1: What is the biggest thing you do? I mean, what's the biggest objection or problem right now? And we're, we'll get into multiple problems and objections and issues yeah. that men have. But what are you seeing as some of the biggest struggles for men right now?
0: For sure, dude. And and look, there's a lot of ways we can go with this. There's a lot of angles here because you and I both know that we've got a massive problem with within society right now in our culture. Um, you know, we've got a we've got a standards problem, personal standards problem. Um, we've got an information overload and immediate gratification problem where uh, we, we've uh, I just I did a little bit of I did a post the other day and I did a little bit of research on this. And um, I found that most people in 2022, uh, the average American was spending a little over five hours a day on their phone, which includes 96 phone checks per day. OK, so we've become addicted to these screens Uh, the human body is not supposed to spend five plus hours a day scrolling and and, and staring at a blue light screen. And so I think there's a lot of ways we can go with this. But if I'm being honest with you, man, um, you know, the the common theme that we see, and and I'll I'll be honest, full transparency here, most of our guys uh, come to us because they want to get healthy, right? They want to feel better. And they know that it's time to get to work because we don't sugarcoat it. We are not a we're not a fad diet. We're not a pills, potions, replacement shake nonsense kind of company. We're here to teach you elite level habits and teach you a system that you can follow for life. Um, the common the common problems that we see, and you and I chatted a little bit about this before the show, is like, you know, so many guys, and especially if you get into a tough spot with health, and, and we'll go we'll go all a lot of angles here. But in terms of health, let's let's start there because that's what we do, right? When we get guys coming in, I can't tell you how many how many guys. I would say nine out of ten guys have quote unquote tried it all. Mm-hmm. Right. And I hear a guy and says, I'll ask, you know, what, what all have you tried to, to get some results here and start moving forward and getting some momentum on your side? The better question for me is what all haven't I tried? Right. And then I'll get a laundry list, right? Like if they're texting me back and like, I've tried Weight Watchers, I tried Noom, I've tried Keto, I've tried, um, M- I-, I tried some of the MLMs, Optavia, and all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, have you ever considered that maybe your focus is in the wrong place, right? Your focus is on the surface level mm-hmm. stuff, right? The the diets and all these things instead of raising your standards. Because for me, it's not a lack of time. It's not a lack of motivation. And it's certainly not a lack of knowledge for any man out there, right? You show me your screen time and your calendar, and I guarantee you I can get you a workout in. You show me... <laughs> What you're doing on a daily basis, and I can 100% guarantee you, I I can assure you why you're not motivated. I promise you nine out of those 10 guys can at least rattle off 15 to 20 healthy foods. They know what walking looks like. They know what a resistance band is or a dumbbell is. So it's not a lack of time, motivation, or lack of knowledge. It's a lack of personal standards, right? You raise your standards as a man and a lot of those problems start to go away. And I think that's the problem at its core is that our standards as a society have fallen to a, man, like the lowest they've ever been, especially in you and I's lifetime, but literally in history, dude. You go back and look at any pictures that we've seen from, like, I think you've probably seen the the picture floating around of of the beach, yep. right? The beach from the 60s versus the beach from today. Oh, it's disgusting. There was no obesity problem leading up to the 60s. And there certainly wasn't obesity in the 60s, not like what we have now. And so we have the fattest and the sickest nation in the world, but we also have the most resourceful nation. And dude, we have a standards problem. It's a cultural problem at its core and it starts with men.
1: Yeah. I love the, I love the way you frame that, that we have a standards that men need to raise their standards. And this, I made a post the other day and at the end of it, I said, how you do anything is how you do everything. And there were objections to it. And, and they're like, well, that's impossible. And I'm not going to wipe my butt the same way I as much as you know, as intentionally as I love my wife, I'm like, no, 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 You get this all wrong. You don't get it. Dude, dude. Dude. You're getting this all wrong. This is the way that, this is a standard in which you live your life. If you strive to do your best at everything you are doing in your day, you will continually grow. And I think that's a yep. that's a lost art. I think it's a lost concept. And, you know, just even, you know, not to call anybody out, but just even look at porn. Porn is an easy fast solution that requires no work and here we are mm-hmm. getting our dopamine hits from social media doing all this stuff and it's all easy and fast and i think we've lost the art of uh the work that really makes the difference yep. in life
0: can't agree with you more dude and i'll be honest with you and, and you can agree with this too 100 percent. i know you're already aligned with this um you know you and i both run companies right To varying degrees of success, neither one of us are failing as a company and neither one of us are at jeopardy (laughs) and failing as a company. And so you and I can both agree, right, like on a daily day to day basis, when you um, when you go through life and you have a certain level of standards, right, Um, you you have to view things like that. Right. And you you with where you're at right now in your company, you look back, you're you're proud of what you've accomplished so far. And I think Ed Milet uses this term, um, you know, it's it's, um, blissfully dissatisfied, right? You're grateful for where you're at, but you're nowhere near satisfied because you know that your potential is far untapped, right? And you believe in that amount of yourself. You believe in your ability to grow as a man. And you believe that you can achieve much more than you are right now. But you're also very proud of what you've done, right? You look back and the reason that you're proud has nothing to do with anything related to the word easy, okay? You've worked your ass off to get to where you are. And when you look back and you look at your company, the reason why you're so grateful for where you're at right now is because you have worked your ass off and you're proud of the hard work that you put in. I would challenge any man listening to this show or any any podcast out, shit, our show, right? Um, shameless plug there the Go fatherhood experience. Yes, God. the fatherhood uh, experience. No, I'm, I'm nothing. But I would challenge any man out there listening to this show um, that if you're, you know, if, if you look back on your life, and you look at everything that you've accomplished in life that makes you proud, right? That maybe you, um, you know, maybe you won a championship in high school on your sports team, or maybe you, uh, maybe you got a massive promotion in your career, or maybe you, maybe you accomplished something great in the community, man. Maybe you had a really good community drive of some sort, right? Anything that makes you proud was hard work. Like literally, nothing in life worth doing is easy. And so, as a man, when you look back at that hard work, uh, it all comes down to delayed gratification, right? And so many, of the, so many of the people in the entrepreneurial space talk about the grind, right? Like it's a long road. Andy Purcell is a good one about it. Talks about how it took him 10 years before he ever, ever made any real money, right? The reason the reason he keeps showing up every day is because he's embraced that hard work. And that's that's the hard work that men need. And when you can wrap your head around that, because hey, I use this all the time, dude, I've been fat. Okay, I was 60 pounds overweight. I went through a dark depression after my mom died This is back when I was 25. My mom died two months after I got married to my wife. Dark depression. Then my wife and I moved to a strange town. And and so I'm there for four years in Abilene, Texas. Don't know a soul. Um, And I'm depressed. I'm drinking most days, eating a ton of fast food, hitting up the golf course as an escape. And I did this for damn near four years, put on 60 pounds. So I've lived the, the fat life, dude. That is a very hard life to live. But I would also tell you that my life right now is not easy. I simply have a a different set of challenges every day, a different set of problems. You talked about wiping your butt. There was a time in my life where wiping wiping my butt was a challenge, dude. Think about a 300-pound man trying to wipe his ass, right? right? His standards have fallen so low that he allowed himself to get to that point, right? And it's okay. I always tell our guys it's it's not who you are. It's simply where you're at. But staying stuck becomes a choice. Right. And I think that that's the, that's the thing, dude, is like if you can grasp that life is going to be hard regardless, right? You you really got to let that sink in at its core because dude, the daily shit, the daily motivation, the lack of motivation, and we can talk about a why all day long, but it really comes down to deciding who you want to be and what you want out of life. Right. Like who do you want to be? When you look in the mirror, you proud of the 300, 300 pound dude. No. Well, guess what? It's time to do something about it. Right. And I think that's the, that's the primary thing, dude, is if, if, if I'm, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah. I, there's so many parallels I drew while you were talking this, this whole, like raising your personal standards. I, I really like that the hard work is the only way to really mm-hmm. appreciate where you're at. And I talk a lot about overnight success, like overnight success <laughs> behind the scenes is basically five years of just daunting work. Um, Yep. And, and that's different than overnight success of someone who has a viral video because since they haven't built anything on that viral video or the viral whatever, their overnight success literally lasts overnight. <laughs> it's a flash yeah. in the pan because they haven't done the work to be there. And I, I relate that to diets, you know, Optiva or whatever that one is. It's like 500 calories and full of chemicals. I, I relate that to the same thing it's like oh i lost a bunch of weight doing x well you just worked on a surface level and there's mm-hmm. because that yeah it was hard to eat things you're supposed to eat for the time amount the time you did but there's so much underlying work that foundation is completely hollow and, and fragile
0: it's right? absent, yeah. yeah
1: and yeah. you're going to end up fat and lazy and tired and discouraged even more later and and not to mention not strong <laughs> That's another, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. The um I'm drawing a parallel between some of the current outspoken people on in today's in the politics and the the issues in America today. I mean, Bill Gates got freaking boobs and a massive stomach. He looks yeah. pregnant. He, he literally he yeah. is the he is the epitome of unhealthy and this guy is he's buying up farm company i think he owns the most farm company in the world and he's pushing yes. this uh so- soy agenda and and it's and uh, i i don't know where i'm going but th- the standards suck and the whole focus it's disgusting. is wrong
0: yeah listen <clears throat> i want to go back for a second here on two things that you hit on number one You talked about the surface level stuff, right? It's like you did the diet, you did all this, right? And these tie together the keto, the whole 30 replacements, all the snake oil bullshit, right? That doesn't require hard work. It's the quick fix, immediate gratification mentality, right? Because everything else is quick fix and it's no fault to the listeners, right? Like you scroll your phone on any social media platform and there's ads thrown in your face nonstop. You're, You're getting information overload, right? So it's no fault of yours that you're being convinced That this is the magic pill for you, right? There's there's a magic pill for everything now. And you know, (laughs) I I do a lot of content around this, but you can't you you can't order motivation from Amazon. You can't get that on Amazon Prime. You certainly can't get it off of Netflix, you can't get it from DoorDash. And so the reality is, is when you when you truly step when you peel back all the layers on the onion and you look at all the surface level stuff. 99.9% Ninety nine point ninety nine point nine percent of those people end up gaining that weight back and even more because they never built the lifestyle, right? They never built the habits and the we'll call it the non negotiable priority system, if you will, for lack of a better term. You never created that that those daily critical tasks that have to be accomplished, which means raising your standards, right? And so when you when you look at that and you're like, when, when I when, going back to these guys that have said I've tried it all, Noom and all this stuff, right? I ask them why, why they feel like that stuff didn't work. And they can never give me an answer because I know why it didn't work. Right. You didn't get down to its core. You didn't work on your own personal standards and raise your leadership skills. That's it. These guys hear me talk about leadership and they're like, well, well I am a good leader. I'm like, dude, you're leading by example right now. You're 60 pounds overweight. You can tell me that you feel like you're, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, I stay as active as I can with my kids and like, dude, they're, they're watching dad. Stay stuck and be okay with staying stuck. They're they're watching dad embrace obesity instead of doing something about it. That's not teaching your kids anything, right? Kids will do what we do way before we do what we say. And so we take that into the fatherhood aspect, right? That's the component that a lot of our guys have generational obesity in their family. They'll come to me and I'm like, dude, you have an opportunity to literally change your entire bloodline moving forward with you because you can Set the new trend for your family. Get healthy. Show your children what it's like to be healthy because health and fitness are simply the foundation for living your best life, right? So I wanted to go there, but I also wanted to touch on this. You mentioned the word diet. This will summarize where, where our standards are in society really quickly. Healthy food now, like what you and I eat during a normal work week, I'm not talking about the burger and the beer on a Friday night, right? I also have that. I'm talking about normal work week, Right. I'm dialed in. I'm going to the gym. I'm doing the things I need to perform at a high level, run my company, help my family as much as I possibly can provide for my kids, spend quality time with them and juggle all the responsibilities of being a dad. Our standards have fallen so low in this country that we now look at quality nutrition as a diet. Right. right? It's not even normal food. It's not the standard American diet or the sad diet. It's an actual diet because you can't eat McDonald's for a while. Now you have to go on a diet. Right. Right. How ass backwards is that, dude? We went from living off the land, having a healthy population, to now being convinced that anything healthy falls under the category of being a diet. It's such a it's such a, a sad state.
1: That's really screwed up. It, it, it's really screwed up. Even to the fact that, you know, and marketing has been a huge issue. I mean, think, look at the diet soda, diet Pepsi, diet Coke, mm-hmm. um, Coke Zero, all of those. Now, don't get me wrong, I love those. But like, that's not what I drink. And I don't go order a Big Mac fries and an apple pie and get my diet Coke. Like, you know, like we make decisions, right? But it is, it's crazy that we've wrapped healthy eating, healthy lifestyle eating as a diet, as a turn. And we put, we almost put like a, we put a deadline or a due date or an out of service date on diets. Like, well, I can do that for X amount of time. Well, How about you focus on excellence? And excellence includes eating real foods. How about you focus on excellence and you start paying attention to what makes your body work better. How about you focus on excellence and start paying attention to what raises your blood sugar? What lowers your blood sugar? What makes you sleep? What foods help you sleep better? What foods interrupt your sleep? Because once you start paying attention to those things, you start to fix the foundation. And once you start to fix the foundation, it's building blocks before you know it, you're not on a diet. You're living, and your diet consists of healthy natural foods.
0: Yep. Yep. No, you know, I'm it's a sad place where we're at. And I'm glad we're having this conversation because more men need to be aware, especially dads. Like it starts with us. <clears throat> I've done some content on this before about fatherless homes and about where we stand and in terms of our crime rate and really what happens when there's no dad that's present in the home and being present quality time versus quantity time is significantly different. You take an overweight dad who comes home from work and is zonked on the couch because he can't even stay away because his energy levels are so piss poor. And his kids are in the, in the living room watching TV next to him. And he's saying that he's spending time with his kid. Um, It's, it's a, it's a very, very, very sad place to be. And and we see that a lot, you know, and I think the reality is, is, is more, more dads need to, take a real deep soul search at where they're at in life and what they really want for their families. Because you you have to be intentional about what you're doing these days or else you will become a consumer and a victim of the matrix. Let's just call it Mm -hmm. what it is, right? If you're scrolling your phone all day, you're clicking on ads, you're eating like shit, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not working on your finances, you're not working on your relationship, you're not an active participant in your kid's life. I'm talking about actually talking to your kids and, and asking them about what's going on in school. What are they learning? Having true conversations with your children around their lives, not just saying, oh, how was your day today? Oh, it was good. Surface level nonsense, right? When you, when you look at all those aspects and all the, all the responsibilities that a dad has to juggle, it then becomes the utmost importance that you raise your standards. Because until you do, your kids are being raised by the public school system, which is a total shit show. 100%. Call it what it is. My, my kids, <laughs> we're about to move. We're, we're, we'll be moving soon. I hope. And, uh, and, and we're, we're pulling our kid. Well, I have a two-year-old, but I'm, I'm pulling my eight-year-old. He turns eight tomorrow, by the way. Um, I'm pulling my eight eight-year-old from public school, man. I can't do it anymore. And I live in Texas, just like you. And so for me, um, when we take all these components and you look at all the moving parts of society and where we're at as a culture, uh, you got to do some soul searching as a dad, man, and really decide what you want most for your family and what you want most for yourself. Because uh, otherwise you're, you're are part of the rat race and that whole rat race mentality. It is today. It holds true more than ever because of this information overload that we're thrown all day long, man. And so you have to live life with intention um, or you're going to become part of, part of the system, a consumer of the system. And it's just a, it's it's so crucial for fathers to 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 think long and hard about what they really want you
1: just you just outlined the demise of the of the good father it's not being healthy becoming home tired with no energy thinking you're doing something good for your family by being next to them but you're completely checked out you have no influence you have no positive interaction you're letting your kids now this is like, just hear me out. You're letting your kids go to a public school that is feeding them absolute garbage physically, mentally, and emotionally, telling them if they have a bad day, they are, are a victim. Like, my oldest, my youngest still goes to public schools. So, hear me out here. You, you yeah. if, if you're in a public school, chances are they're being told they're a victim, that they need to report and, 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 uh, you know, villainize anybody who doesn't see things their way. They need to fall within a certain line of, beliefs and thoughts, they're getting brainwashed, not only yep. in politics, but also in how to act during a day. You sit here, you shut up, you do this thing, and you meet the standard that somebody way out there has set that may have nothing to do with your future, may have nothing to do with your interests, and may have nothing to do with your success. In fact, I'm an ex-public school teacher. I would say has nothing to do with your success in anything other than doing good in school. It's a load of crap. And we sit yep. by and we're like, well, it'd be too hard to homeschool my kids. It'd be too much work. I don't have the patience. My wife can't do it. Hey, look, there's so many options out there. This is oh, yeah. the exact same problem as why you're obese. This is the exact same problem of yep. why you don't get paid what you want to get paid. And and here's another thing. And I know you believe you're you're in it with me on this one. <laughs> They're advertising hardcore on shirts for the dad bod. It covers up your dad bod. It's
0: disgusting.
1: And they're, so they're they're and then they have these these women, these attractive women, being like, "Oh, I love dad bods." And I'm I'm looking at this marketing and I'm just like, "This is the worst thing ever." And then the newest one was the shirt that makes you look like you have triceps. I'm like, "You have them or you don't." Like it's just tied around yeah. the. It's just a tighter. It's just a tighter bicep cut. Like, like look. I'm not going to lie. I love having shirts that are tied around my bicep. It makes me feel strong. I get it. But they're marketing – at men. now they're marketing at your deficiency and a quick, yep. immediate fix, which is just BS, and guys are falling for it. It's massive money. We are a flaccid, flaccid set of men in this country.
0: Oh, it's – oh, dude. Yeah, and I, let's go here for it. And, and there's some tough love that's involved yeah. here because – Dude, we are, we are soft. Our, our, uh, our, our society is, is so soft. And and again, standards have fallen so low that, you know, like let's look at what's going on in the world today, right? Let's just cook a little snapshot of what we've got in terms of our uh, leadership, quote unquote leadership in this country. You've got right now, you've got Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping buddying up in China and Russia right now. Right. These are tough dudes. These, are, you know, China. One could argue that Xi Jinping is probably the most powerful man in the world right now, right? He runs a the the most heavily populated communist country, and he has no problem killing his own citizens. Like, let's just call it what mm-hmm. it is. Like, that's how they roll in communism. Vladimir Putin, I don't think is is anywhere close to that. I've listened to some of his speeches, and uh, I have a hard time hating the man. He speaks a lot about God, family, marriage between a man and a woman. Um, he he speaks very on my level. And, and it's hard for me to to find hate in my heart for a guy like that when all I've been told my whole life is to hate this guy. But then I look at what's going on in our leadership and I'm like, OK, are we the bad guy here or are they the bad guy? Right. It makes me wonder. And so I have a little bit of compassion for this guy because of the, the, his messaging to his people. Um, I wish our leadership was talking along those lines. We need God back in our country. We need family uh, the, the root cause of families staying together back in our country. Our divorce rate is disgusting. Divorce rate is through the roof, right? And so, yes, our our society is crumbling. And and you look at the, you look at over there. You think those guys are scared when they see our our uh, men dressed as women and our, our our trans military leaders? You think that they're shaking in their boots about going to war with us, dude? It's scary, right? And so, think about think about our obesity epidemic right now and the amount of men who couldn't even run 100 yards that are going to be trying to defend themselves if they, if they come on our soil. That's scary shit, dude. When you think about the, num- the the millions of men out there who could not last 30 seconds in a fight, let alone run 50, 100 yards. Can't even lift a 50-pound dumbbell. Yeah. Dude. That, that is sad. Okay, So where I'm going with this is this. You as a father are meant to be more than just a provider you are supposed to be a protector as well. If you are not physically capable to defend your family, who's going to do it for you? I don't know about you, but my wife and my kids are my world. Without them, I don't want to be around anymore, right? That's that's where I'm at in life. I'm 43 years old, dude. That is my world. If they were gone tomorrow, they got wiped off the face of the earth, I wouldn't have much purpose to live anymore. Except for revenge. And so they are my ultimate priority, right? right? Okay. Yeah. With that being said, I am dedicated to keeping myself in physical, my, my physical fitness at a high level. Not because I want to be shredded, not because I want to show off abs. Like that's all cool, right? But at the end of the day, I want to be capable. I want to be more than a provider. I want to be a protector. I want to be a leader, and I want to lead by example and show my children what it's like to have masculine traits and be proud of it. Right? It's it's a. It's a soft society, a dude. Really soft and society. I love my country more than anything. I love everything about this country. Not everything about it. I shouldn't say that. I love a lot about this country, but I am not proud of, of where we are as a culture, man. Like it's, it's, um, we got a lot of work to do. And I I know you've heard this before the soft
1: yep. men, what soft is the, men you know,
0: soft men. We? I think we did it on yep. our show, right? That whole saying we're at the bottom of that we cycle. Are. And that's, it's just it's
1: really scary. Now I I don't know anything about Vladimir Putin. I don't I can't make the statements you made and I'm not like I'm not arguing with you. I just don't know. But I do know that he is absolutely villainized in mainstream media. My son comes home and he's like um he's like they watch CNN now or some stupid educational CNN show every single day and he comes home and he's like this is the stupidest propaganda. He you know, he gets it. We taught him to think critically. And he's like they're saying that Vladimir Putin's doing like killing their kids in the country. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, they're executing. And I'm like, that's what the news is saying. I'm sure I'm butchering this. But he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's all propaganda. Like I, I, I there's like, what, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure he's, he, he's, I don't think he's gotten to like the top, whatever income or or richest people in the world through all really great channels i think he has a lot of uh things going on but the thing i do know is that if you look at the the by title only leadership in our country they're not strong in body they're not strong in mind and they're not strong in spirit they are they are dressing like women they're acting like dogs or cats and and thinking that's attractive they're um involved in in pornography consumption i'm sure they don't work out i mean we can tell they do not work out And, and all they do is walk around and spew an agenda that I don't know what it is other than just the softening of our culture. And like, look, I only say that because I don't watch the news. And I was like, they say what? No, no, no. He tells me some of these things. I'm like, do people believe this? He's like, oh yeah, it's crazy. These kids are like, oh yeah. I mean, and this was, there was some really interesting things he said. And I'm like, you're, you're. The kids in your school believe this. They're like, "Oh yeah, they're hook, line, and sinker." And I'm like, "Wow, we are in trouble." But we are, we are at the it's bottom so of that. You know, hard men create easy times. Easy times create soft mm-hmm. men. Soft men create hard times. We are at that hard times yeah. time, and this is a call for not only the upcoming coming generation, but the rest of us still alive to step into being yes. hard men. And I have a my really good friend Kurt Storing says. One of his sayings is um, "Harder to kill, easier to love," and I think that's such an incredible way to put it. Like you need to be stronger, faster, more skilled, but then you need to be—you know—it's a warrior in the garden. It's—it's. It's, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a in a war. It, it's that's the mentality we need to get back to. It's not that we're going to kill people. We just need to be prepared to defend. And and defense means, uh, you know. Doing some hard things around the house. My son and I completely tore up our kitchen last week. We're both incredibly physically fit. It wasn't that big of a deal. It would have destroyed a fat dude. Destroyed it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's not providing for your family.
0: No. You know, you bring up a good point there. It's crazy. Like, think about all the things that you do on a a day-to-day basis, Scott. Because the reality is this, dude. Like, you're an active dude right? You do a lot of, you do a lot of outdoor stuff and like you, you, you live an active lifestyle yep. very much like me. Think about all the times, like, let's just stay, say over the span of 30 days, right? One month, think about all the times you did something that that challenged you a little bit in your own life, right? Like physical manual labor. I love manual labor. I, I'll be honest with you. I crave it sometimes yeah, I because I don't get to do it a lot. Right. So for me, it, it's a, it's a landscaping thing for me. I'm a, I'm obsessed with like, uh, the desert landscape kind of deal, with yuccas and cactus and all that shit. And so what I, what I, uh, what I love to do is go out. Like I don't mow my own lawn. We have a guy that does that, but that's a, that's a time priority thing, right? What I pay him to to uh, mow my lawn, he's out there for 45 minutes or so. I can, I can make more income than what I'm paying him. Right. So I'm, I'm willing to make that swap for me though, when it comes to the, the yucca and the cactus and all that, that's fun stuff for me, but it's hard work and it's also sharp. That shit, pokes the hell. Out it. <laughs> but it's hard work for me when I'm going out there and trying to make my stuff look good. And like, I'm passionate about it, but I'm out there sweating, dude. Like it's, it's, this is not, not, you know, fun stuff, but it's fun because it's hard work and it's rewarding. Cause I can look back at the end and be like, man, I did that. Right. It's like, when we moved in or when we redid all of our landscaping here, I did the entire thing by myself and it was gruesome work, dude. I ordered, I don't know how many uh, yards of, of the, the red granite and I, I did it all, dude. I'm up there with a freaking wheelbarrow, just sweating my balls off. And I look back on it. And I'm like, you know, I could have hired somebody and paid a few thousand dollars to get it done. And, you know, uh, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> I'll make that back in business, but I don't get to look back on that and be like, you know what? I'm proud of that. Right. right? And so think about all the times over the span of a month where something challenges you a little bit physically and then think about the millions of people, literally, probably 100 million people, eh, maybe that much, 50 million people in our country, 50 million men in our country who aren't capable of what you did physically just because it challenged you a little bit. Like they would literally be gasping or not even be able to get through a third of the work without having to go in and take a break, right? And so – that on a grand level, we are, um, there are definitely hard times ahead and I'm not a, I'm not a doom and gloom guy, but I will tell you that I think, um, I think with what's going on in the country, you know, it's, it's all by design. And I do believe that we're going to, we're going to have some tough times. I think they are going to, we're going to go to war if we're not already there. Um, that's scary to me because I do believe that this will be the first war in our, in our lives where, um, somebody will be on our soil um, I also, and I hope that we don't go there. I hope I'm wrong about that hundred percent, but I also think economy is going to crash even more. Um, we're in a recession right now. Could we get into a depression, right? You talk about hard, hard times, create tough men. Uh, depression will make you tough real mm-hmm. quick. Think about all the millions of men out there who won't survive a depression because they're not physically capable, right? They're, they they can not even get through a day without feeling like shit. And that's scary, man, when you think about that. And so it goes all, it comes back to the minimum standard thing, dude. And like, At its core, it just, it it comes down to you decide, like, I think the the easiest way for me to put this and like, I I believe, I truly believe that that the word discipline, and you can go and look at all the definitions of it. There's probably 15, but the word discipline just comes down to one thing. It's doing hard shit when you don't want to do hard shit. And I think it's the most practical skill in life for any man to learn, because when you can grasp that one skill everything else in your life gets easier, right? You lose the excuse making, you lose the procrastination or it significantly reduces itself. You lose the, 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 the shortcuts and the, the, the want the desire to cheat, right? And and cheat your way ahead because you realize that the hard work is really what's going to, what's going to make you most proud. Again, nothing in life worth doing is easy. And when you can grasp that concept, man, your life, will get significantly easier. Your set of challenges become totally different, but now you're in control. There's no pointing the finger. You've now accepted full responsibility for your life. 100%. There's no victim mentality. There's no blaming. At its core, we'll uh, quote Jocko Willink, right? At its core, it's extreme ownership. Okay. When you get to a point of extreme ownership and you learn that you have to do hard shit, no matter what. Whether you're whether you're emotionally prepared for it or not, that's what that's how you grow and become resilient in life. You have to force adversity in life these days. Working out, right? Taking a cold shower if you're that guy. Going going on going and do, doing a long walk out in the sweaty ass sun. Doing things that are making you uncomfortable because society is not going to do that for you anymore. Right. We come from a place of living off the land, going to war, you know, providing for our family, going to work in the fields every day. Those times are gone. We've become sedentary. And so you actually have to choose discomfort. You have to force adversity in order to grow. And that all comes down to doing hard shit when you don't want to do the hard shit.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Uh, I want to get down to, and, and it is true. And there's a lot of people like Why would you go do cold showers? Why are you working out so hard? Why are you doing something like 75 hard where you work out twice? It's all about getting your mind straight. It's all about getting your mind wrapped around discipline and the work it takes to develop discipline because motivation will not give you the first rep on the barbell it will not get your foot in the door. It might once or twice, but it's not a it's not a tool that can be leaned on. So let's talk about non-negotiable priorities because I I talk about my non-negotiables all the time. It's it's yep. it's how yep. I live. So I want to hear from you about that.
0: Love it. Non-negotiable priorities. I'll summarize it like this. So wh- the way that we teach it is Health and fitness are simply the foundation for living your best life. So we've all agreed on that, right? Like, in, without your health, you have nothing. Health is wealth, yada, yada. We, we agree there. There are four components of health that must be addressed on a regular basis. Not it doesn't have to be every day, but these things need to be addressed consistently for you to be at, at, your, at your peak performance over time, right? And and, and this is not a a drastic overhaul overnight. This is you sticking to a set of non-negotiables. So when it comes to your health, right? For me, sleep, stress management, nutrition, fitness. No, don't need to overcomplicate it any more than that. Seven hours of sleep every night, at least make it a priority. Sleep is the magic fat loss pill everybody doesn't want to talk about, right? It's not sexy. Sleep is number one. It's the catalyst that drives everything else, okay? Seven plus hours a night. Stress management. What are you doing for stress management? Those of us who are in the personal development space and have developed a constant desire for growth, such as yourself, we have built in stress management techniques by what we fuel our brain with, right? You're putting positivity in your brain. You're reading good books on leadership, growth, personal development, marketing, whatever. You're trying to learn, right? Um, I'd imagine you're somebody who does a gratitude journal. I know you pray. I know you've got a lot of that. So those are built in Stress management techniques, right? So no no reason to overcomplicate the process. You don't need to do an hour of affirmations in the morning and a 30-minute meditation and all these things. Find something that works for you. We teach something called the GBR method. It's a very uh, short, powerful morning routine where you don't have to overwhelm yourself with a bunch of shit. It's literally gratitude journal, write down the five things that you're most grateful for. As soon as you wake up, no cell phone involved here, okay? Block that first 30 minutes and don't even look at your phone write those five things down every single day. As soon as you're done, we encourage you to do 10 box breaths. If you don't know what box breathing is, Google it. It will get your mind and and your stress hormones lowered and your mind into a better place, better focus. And then we encourage somewhere between five and 10 pages of personal development reading. Maybe that's a book like uh, atomic habits or eat that frog or something like that. That whole process right there will take you about 15 minutes. That's 15 minutes that you're committing to your day to be in a in the best mindset spot you possibly can to, to take on and conquer your day, right? Yeah. Nutrition cut and dry. There's no, uh, no reason to go deep here, but I will tell you that you need to be eating healthy. Most of the time I will tell you personally, uh, I get a lot, I get away with a lot because I'm very, um, my calorie restriction revolves around my treat- cheat meals. And so the w- the way that we teach it, we teach a couple of different forms of intermittent fasting. What I do on a Friday night or a Saturday when I know I'm going to have some shitty food, uh, I allot for those calories, right? So fuel your body properly most of the time. I like to call it fueling your body for performance, right? Right nutrient-dense foods the majority of the time. It doesn't have to be boring, right? You can you can make healthy food taste good. You just need to do a little, you need to commit and do a little bit of research and start experimenting with what you like, right? Be an adult and not a kid. It's not about not fucking eating your broccoli anymore, dude. It's time to man yeah. up and fuel your body properly. And then fitness, right? I'll tell you right now that walking and a few days of weights will get the job done for the majority of people. And I'm not telling you need to go in and be He-Man. I'm talking about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes of resistance training a few times a week. I do four and then walking almost daily for 15 to 20 minutes. That right there, those non-negotiables will launch you forward more than the majority of the population. And it took me like three minutes to tell you that. Right. And so when you think about it from that, that component, we've addressed health. And then in my own personal life, I have my four F's. I know, you know what the four F's are, but for me, it's faith. Family, fitness, finance. I'll walk through that. These are boxes I have to check every single day. Faith, I spend time with God in the morning. He's number two in my gratitude journal. And I'll tell you what, every day, first two things in my gratitude journal are always the same. Number one, I'm alive. I feel like if I can't be grateful for the fact that I'm breathing and I have a chance at life again, somehow the universe knows that, all right? So gratitude journal number one is always I'm alive and number two is always God, okay? Could they reverse? Sure whatever your perspective is. So I do that every day. Okay. So for me, and I also pray at night. So faith is always covered by those two, right? Gratitude journal. And then my time with God at night, family, I'll be honest with you, dude. I always prioritize spending quality time with my kids, try to stay off my cell phone as much as possible in the evening. And then I also make sure that the dishes are out of the sink so that when my wife comes home, she's got less pressure on her try to pick up the kitchen, the house, because I work from home, right? I'm trying to make sure that that family box is checked so that my wife's job is easier in the evening and that I get to spend quality time with my children, okay? That's my family. Finance is easy because I obsess about business. I'm always thinking about business and I'm always doing some kind of content or thinking at brainstorming about the next good idea for our clients, right? I'm, I, we pour into our guys. and then uh, And then fitness, told you, I work out four days a week. On the three days that I don't work out, My fitness um, awareness has to come up, right? Because I'm not working out those days. So what can I do to get a little bit healthier? I'll tell you that I only take a couple supplements in my life, one of them being a greens powder, one of them being turmeric. On my days off when I'm not in the gym and it's the weekend, I tend, to get, I tend to slack a little bit on those. So for me, it's like, okay, I need to make sure I get my greens powder in. I need to make sure I get my turmeric in for the day. I need to go and at least do like a little bit 10-minute walk. Let me take the dog outside and get a little sunshine and, and get a walk, right? So I'm checking the fitness box, even though I didn't actually work out, right? A walk, workout, whatever. But that box gets checked because the awareness is there. And I think if more guys would build in simple systems like this into their lives, now you start to weed out a lot of the, a, a lot of the moving parts, right? You've got this structured way of living. And I think that's, that's really what's made me most successful dude in, in my own life is, is, that, um, those non-negotiables. Yeah, it's an
1: amazing formula. And the truth is, is at first for a lot of guys, it's going to be really hard. And like you said, at the very beginning of this podcast, if you give me your, give me your calendar, you give me your priorities, you give me your phone, yeah. I'll see where you have time. You have time. I started with a program like that and it became easy and so i upped it it became easier i came upped it again came easier i will continue to do things until i mean it will be hard forever and ever amen and the thing that i'm trying to say through that is not hey way good job scott way to go because i mean i have an out probably an hour and a half of walking a day two different times i have a a, a lift, weight li- weight lifting at least 5 days a week like i'm like because i started where you're talking about it, it's again. It's not overnight success. It's years in the making. Oh. Where then that became easy, and I, I realized this is the beauty, beauty of what you're talking about. You do those things, and you realize the impact they make. And you're like, "Well, what if I just added a little of this?" And then you're like, "Whoa, that made an impact too." It's you're getting that the the, the stone rolling, and even at that yeah, minimum, you know- you're doing really great work.
0: I love what you just said, because here's what I, and this will, you know, this is like my underlying message for the audience and anybody that's listening that might be struggling to lose weight or or struggling to get healthy, right? Like that's, um, you have to realize that it's all about embracing this as a journey, right? Your life, this is an, your health and fitness journey is a never ending journey. It's not something that can be temporary. And until you wrap your head around that, you might simply not be ready to commit, OK, when you can wrap your head around that and realize, you know what, I'm going to form a new identity. I'm going to become an athlete. Right. You look at yourself in the mirror as an athlete, even though, you know, you can't go out and compete. Some of the, the world's best athletes, you still identify as an athlete because that's who you are. And you have a certain set of standards operating from an athlete's mentality. Right. And so for a lot of guys out there that, ha- that have been building these habits over the years, and when I say habits, you're always building habits. They're either good or they're bad. Right. And so if you've been building these habits up over the years and you've gained, you know, maybe you've gained 10 pounds a year for the last, you know, six years. Now you're 60 pounds overweight or 80 pounds overweight. You've got to realize, number one, you can't erase all that in two weeks. So all the surface level shit you see on the, on the internet uh, is all there to get your money. Um, I, w- I would venture to say that some of it's by design. These replacement shake uh, Optavia's in these. Get you in there, spending several hundred dollars a month on their shit. They'll give you results. What happens when you stop taking their shit? You gain the weight back and now you're stuck. You never built the lifestyle. You never built the habits, right? And so what most men need to realize is that if you are stuck, that's okay. Accept it. Take extreme ownership for for, and 100% responsibility for your actions and inactions at all times and know that you are now in full control of your path forward because you've accepted full responsibility, right? When you do this, your life, you, it is very freeing. I can tell you that. You, you now have pure freedom because you're the one in control. You can't blame anybody else. And so now it's time to get to work. But what you have to realize is that you built those habits over 6, 8, 10 years, and now we have to unwind those habits, yep. right? Going back to the atomic habit thing, he's very big on habit stacking, right? And so if you talk about habit stacking, what you just said a minute ago, Scott, was where can I add a little bit of something to to get a little bit better, right? How can I I add on something without being overwhelmed to do a little bit better, right? If you're just starting out, go walk three or four times a week for 15 minutes. That's a hell of a lot better than doing nothing. Get your ass to bed on time and see how good you feel with seven hours of sleep. That right there, those two things, I didn't even tell you about anything related to nutrition. Those two things right there will launch most guys forward significantly, okay? But when you embrace this as a lifestyle and you can really say, you know what? I'm going to form a new identity. I know that it's going to take some time and that's okay. I'm going to continue to show up and do the work and I'm going to build momentum. We have something in our community called momentum Monday. I thrive on momentum Monday because I work out Monday through Thursday. Weekends are off limits for me. I'm very structured in that way. If I miss a day Monday through Thursday, it doesn't get made up on the weekend. Right. And so I'm very uh, almost like Nazi like about my workout structure. So Monday rolls around. Say I ate some shitty food on the weekend. Uh, Maybe I I don't drink on Sundays anymore, which was a massive change for me. God, I feel so much better Mm -hmm. on Mondays. But say maybe I had a margarita or two on Saturday with the wife. We had some shitty food. I ate some sugar or whatever dessert. My weekends can be a bit of a wreck when it comes to nutrition. But again, I allot for those calories, but it doesn't help me feel better, right? So I go into Monday with, this is my day. I know it's going to suck a little bit, but I'm going to go crush my chest and tricep exercises or my workout. I'm going to go, After after the gym, I'm going to go out. I'm going to do my sprints right so that I can get myself into a good spot to start the week, because I know and I know that for all your listeners, this holds true as well. If you can do it on a Monday when you're already dreading the start of the week, like most people do, if you can lay the foundation for the week on a Monday, you've now eliminated all excuses for the rest of the week because there is not a day out there. That's worse than Monday for 90% of the people out there. Monday is the day that we all dread because it's reality smacks you in the face again. Right. And so that's the name of the game, but you have to embrace it as a journey, man. And and that's, I wanted to, I wanted to throw that in because so many guys get caught up in the, I got to get it off as as quick as possible. Torturous workouts, two hours, keto. I I, I, I feel like shit. Dude, slow down, man. You don't feel like shit because it happened in two weeks. You feel like shit because you have a lifetime of habits that need to be unraveled.
1: Let's start with one step. Absolutely. And I think I want to, I want to wrap this up with both of us, our hearts are not to make you feel con. well, maybe they are to get you feel convicted. It's not to trigger you or to make you feel attacked. My, my desire, and I know yours too, Jason is to get under men's skin. So they actually will, uh, see the reality within themselves and realize, oh, I have got to do something. If nothing changes, nothing changes. I'm going to die early. And my kids are going to do the exact same thing. And that's the truth. Your kids will do the exact same thing. And so, and and statistics, uh, mainstream statistics say that. And so we're just, we're super passionate. I know that this is actually what you do as part of the fatherhood with your business partner. You guys help men. So I'm going to let you kind of, pitch that real quick because I think you guys are making a big difference and I love it.
0: Oh, of course, dude. I appreciate you having me on the show today. This has been a very fun conversation for me. And um, I know that we'll have to have you back on the show on ours. And I'm I'm sure you and I will have another conversation uh, in the, in the future as well, because this more men need to hear this. And I think that you and I obviously have a lot of, a lot of synergy here and it's, it's great. I I love what you're doing and I love, uh, I love the whole brotherhood aspect. And I'll tell you, dude, in terms of brotherhood, I believe that brotherhood, going back to what you said about the kind of the tough love yeah. and, and, and where our hearts are at and our passion for serving men, the reality is this, is that brotherhood, brotherhood is basically being able to tell uh, a man in your life what he needs to hear despite what his feelings are going to be. Whether he's going to like you after that or not, you need to be able to tell him what he needs to hear, not what he wants to hear. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, because what you want to hear is probably why you're here. Right. And so I'm not here to stroke ego. I'm here to help you change your life. And sometimes that comes with a little bit of tough love. And so I love that you said that, man, because that's a big part of brotherhood. And um, for, for us, man, in the fatherhood, you know, what we're doing is, is helping guys. What, what are uh, really the guys that we, we help are guys who are over 35, right? We help them lose weight sustainably and gain back family time by building elite habits, just like we talked about in this show. And so, we have a very uh, a very tight knit group of guys, a very tight knit brotherhood, and we're here to help, dude. And that's what the way that we've built our um, our support structure in our company is. We very much describe it like a web, and we've set it up that way because we want every every guy we work with to know that you're going to be supported no matter what platform is your your choice is right. If you're an email or text guy, we got you. If you're a Facebook group guy, we got you. If you're a Zoom call guy every week, we got you. If you're a curriculum help desk ticket guy, we got you, right? Most of our guys communicate through text or messenger with us, but we've set it up in a way where you are supported to the max because we know that support and accountability, especially in the beginning, as you start to build some of that momentum, going back to Momentum Monday, momentum is the key. And once you get that momentum on your side and you can ride that train, uh, life gets fun, dude. Life gets fun. Now, we, we often say, it feels damn good to feel damn good. That's our model, right? So, um, so I, I just want you guys to know what I'm about a little bit. And uh, if you want to find more about our information, my website is is literally crashed right now. So I'm not going to give you that. You can come connect with me on Instagram at Jason A. Priest, at Jason A. Priest. And then um, you can, let's see, we also have a, a podcast, The Fatherhood Experience. We're on all platforms. Um, if you do go on that podcast, there's some links and stuff in the show notes, You can click. We have a free 60 day program for building elite level habits. It's called LP 60. And I can get you that link too, Scott, if you want to throw that in there. And, but that right there, dude, is the best place to start because I'll tell you, Zach and I poured into that free program. And if you can complete that in 60 days, dude, it's a sustainable way of living, but it will help you build habits that you won't look back like that's, and we've got raving reviews from a free program, dude. So go sign up for that. Get your hands on that, dude, and and just start taking action, man. Make yourself a priority so that everybody in your life gets the best version of you, not the third, fourth, or eighth best version.
1: Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for uh, just landing on this podcast episode. I really appreciate you. Uh, Just keep coming back so you can hear more badass guys like Jason. Go listen to The Fatherhood and go check out the links that he talked about, and they are going to be in our show notes So we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening
0: to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, your family, and follow us on social media. If you are a father, make sure you join our Facebook group, The Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more podcasts from the Brotherhood of Fatherhood.